everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful. And today's episode, we're going to do an Instacure recap. So we're also going to have um, Q from the Long, uh, for our Young, Black, and Bothered uh, podcast. So he's joining us uh, this week. And we also have Iris, who's here every time we do our Young, Black, and Beautiful but I feel like everyone is like a huge fan of Insecure. We're huge fans of Insecure. And we just thought like it'd be good to come together and do a recap. Yes. So we're three episodes in. Let's talk about episode one. <laughs> episode one called Low Key Feeling Myself. So basically in this episode, Issa finds out that Lawrence is dating her new business partner, Condola which was known by her friend Tiffany and she didn't tell her that Nola and <laughs> Nola Condola and uh, Lawrence went out on a date. Um, and then Issa, she decides to take the high road and say, you know what? I'm cool with it there. She's a great person. I'm going to just try to get over the shit. Molly thinks she's being messy. And she says some things like, girl, why are you trying to be messy? But that's only because Molly was already hurt that she exposed herself to Andrew and she should have just like stopped crying so much. But it ended up working in the end. But yeah. So let's let's start with this question. How do y'all feel about Issa's newfound independence this season? Like I feel like she's finally lost. Um so I think that's really good. And I also can I guess kind of like relate to it in a sense because it's like she really was not feeling that job. Like being at um, We Got Y'all, she really like wasn't feeling that. And I feel like that, like when you're at a job that you feel like, all right, I'm just here because like, you know, I got to pay the bills. I got to make ends meet. And then you're like, okay, I'm only going to be here for a little bit. I'm only going to be here for this. I'm but then it starts to like, you know, you end up being there longer, you get complacent. And I feel like that like bleeds into your other um like other things in your life. So I feel like even though she had to like deal with, you know, not have a job, not really have an income afterwards, I think that it still was like, you know, good for her to grow and like get in her groove. Um, so yeah, like I like seeing her this this episode. Like I don't feel like she looks like, I feel like she look, she's like, you could tell she's, you know, feeling better than like last season. Last season was a little... A little rough, but you actually saw toward the end of last season that she was like, you know, coming as her own. Like she was all in the cleaned out the stuff in her apartment. She was getting all settled, and yeah. So I feel like we now see like you know the culmination of that and her just you know like feeling better um, and doing something that she actually really cares about. So, what about um, you? Oh well, hello everyone. <laughs> Finally get to be on your show. This is great. Um, <laughs> um, Glad you're here. <laughs> um, well, thank you. For, thank you for having me. It's, um, but I, I, I like this version of Isa. Like I, um, I think she's shown, she's shown a lot of growth. And excuse the baby in the background, but you know, dual life. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I really, I really do see the growth, and I do, I do like how she took the high road. Like, look, okay. That was in the past. Like that relationship with, me, with her and Lawrence is in the past. I have a vision of where I'm trying to go. I have a vision of what I'm trying to do and accomplish. And even though Goodell is fucking my ex, 
um, I'm going to use this to my advantage. I'm going to use that relationship to my advantage to get where I want to go and do what I need to do what I want to do. So that was a lot. I, I, that took a lot of growth. It takes a lot of growth for her. Um, and like that was refreshing because like in the past, like season three, it was just like misstep at the misstep for Issa. You know, and then towards the end of that, and towards the end of season three, she started seeing, all right, I ain't feeling it here. And, and I'm not feeling it here. Um, I need to start my journey. And plus she had, plus she had turned 30. So I think that when you turn 30, that is like, okay, I'm not young anymore. I'm young, but I'm not young anymore. Like I'm now a true full fledged adult and I got to take, I got to start taking shit seriously. And <clears throat> I think we started seeing that more and more at the end of season, at the end of season three, and definitely now here in season four. Yeah, that, that that's a valid point, and I just feel like I, me personally, I really like to see Issa moving into her career. I I personally related to that. Like when I was in my first job, I. I mean, I knew it was just like a stepping stone for what I really wanted to do, but you don't really realize that when you're in the grind. And I feel like Issa, she realized that we got y'all was just a stepping stone, but now she's really making this um, block party come all together. And that's why I feel like partially she wanted to stay in touch with Condola because she was showing her like a way out. So her getting mad automatically and said like, Hey, I don't want to deal with you no more because you were dating my ex-boyfriend. I feel like she was more concerned, like, you know what? I can suck this up for the greater good because I'm better in myself. Like, this is not about Lawrence. This is about me. Kendola has helped me, and we were good before this, so I shouldn't let this come in between it. So I just feel like she made a smart move, like, moving towards, you know, just being overall positive in her life, like, She's just getting her shit together. I know they showed the scene at the beginning like she was having sex with TSA Bay. And pe- many people thought of that like, oh my God, Lisa has hit rock bottom. But in a way, she's like kind of taking control of her life. Like she's just trying to get some dick. TSA Bay is cool. Like it's not even that deep. Like, I don't know. Plus he plus he bought Henny and weed, right? And and I mean he he was and he was he was definitely supported like the 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 meeting like he was the security and he was basically her hype man because at, at you know there was one point in one point during that during that um during that party where everything was literally crashing and then he came right. in and was like yo this joint is dope it's lit like who wouldn't want someone to support them like that like I feel like I sometimes think- you just need that in your corner. Like it doesn't necessarily he don't gotta be like I know so many guys that are deemed successful and have the successful look, but they're really assholes. And I know some people who you would look at like, oh, that nigga probably a bum that are really loyal and they, they will hold you down before the asshole does. Yeah, I agree. Um, like I said, you always want, like, you always want someone in that corner. And then, like, that was the perfect avenue. That was the perfect avenue for because literally, that literally that fundraising party was about to crash and burn. And just with that injection of energy, that that lit a spark in Issa. It was like, all right, also, I got I this. I got mm-hmm. this. Also, let me, like, let me, let me go do my thing. Like, wrong about him because, like, he had a job. She was dealing with Lawrence when he was jobless. <laughs> so, like, 
Forgot a birthday. Right, meanwhile, TSA Bay over here at the at the thing and just you know doing the thing and being supportive and being helpful. He got the henny. He got the weed. He got all that. T- TSA Bay didn't seem too bad to me. <laughs> right. He got a government job. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, like I try to look at it as okay. Now she's coming to her own and. How do y'all feel about Molly? Do y'all think she was like hating, or do you think it was just backlash? So I think it was a mixture of the two because, Uh-oh. and I think this is displayed a little bit more as we're like you know going forward because it's like first of all, Molly had no business bringing up her own personal problems after Issa just had this really successful event. Like that's just like she just she didn't. That was that I don't I didn't like that. Yeah. But um, also it's like I feel like Molly's used to seeing Issa in a very particular way in a very particular light. And then I think yeah, she just isn't used to the person who she like is becoming now. So I think she could still have like her having like these like old opinions, like old thoughts, like old t- takes of how Issa was like, you know, previously. Like we already acknowledged like her growth and um, you know, like how she's different now. I think that sometimes it's difficult for your friends who have been your friends for a long time to acknowledge that, especially because we see that they're not really communicating. Like you can tell that they're not really Yeah, they're like they're not really communicating like effectively, you know, right now. I'm like, I think, I think it was the episode, like they're kind of running together because they're so short, but where um, they had mentioned something, like Kelly had mentioned something. And then I think, um, what, no, Molly was mentioning something. And then Kelly was like, yeah, I heard this story already. And then she went away. And then, um, oh, yeah, that was, that was okay. episode, that was episode yeah. two. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, and then it yeah, was just like, oh, that kind of just was like a little peek yeah. into, oh, okay, yeah, they maybe aren't on like, oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. the the the, Hall- the Halloween scene, the Halloween scene. Like, like I already heard the story before. I'm like, I don't need to hear. I don't need to listen to it again. I just feel like sometimes when it comes to friends who you've been friends with for a long time, a lot of times they expect you to um, like know you like you should know that I'm upset or you should know I'm going through this and a lot of times they don't really communicate the way that they should and it's like even though I know you for this time and we've been friends for x amount of time I don't feel like I should automatically be a mind reader one and I feel like Molly is expecting Issa to be a mind reader she's expecting Issa to just be like in a way I feel like Molly kind of looks like Issa like a lap dog and I don't mean it in a way like she's ordering her around and Issa's just following her, but she's just expecting her to just be there when I need you. Like, even if it's your event, I need you to be with me right now. Like, I need you to be the one to say, oh, wow, you're having problems. Let me stop everything and do it because she's so used to Issa doing that because of that. That's been the history of their friendship, at least right, I, I think, think that- for some time now. No, go ahead. And I just, yeah, I don't know if I, I... Oh, no, you're fine. I was just saying, I just don't know if I agree with Molly handling it that I way. definitely don't agree with her handling it that way. And I feel like that also speaks to, like, she's used to Issa when Issa was in a place that she didn't have, like, a lot going on. Or she had stuff going on because, like, she was in, like, her long-term relationship at her job that she was at, at the same time. Like, she was in a place of, like, just, like, like kind of, like, you know, 
a little bit like stagnant. So she's like, okay, yeah, she doesn't really got too much going on. So it's easy for me to just, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. And she'll always be there because she don't got too much going on. So yeah, I think that, um, yeah, that kind of like goes into, feeds into that and like how their relationship is just changing. Yeah, I mean, it definitely goes back. It speaks, it speaks to the growth of Issa and like, okay, I'm not this person that, that I was. I'm growing. I'm, I've grown and I'm still, and I'm growing. And, you know, I, I think Molly doesn't know how to handle that because this is the Issa that I knew. And I just, I, this is not something I expect. I don't expect that or something I have not seen. So now that, so now that, Issa is showing that growth and moving really towards the goals and ideas that she shared with Molly. It's like, oh, you were really serious. You know, you're not just saying this because you're you're frustrated with your job or you're frustrated with with your relationship um, or whatever. This is really where you want to go. And she don't know. I don't think she knows how to handle all that. Yeah, I I don't I don't think she does either. Okay, speaking of friends in this episode, so now we as I said before, Tiffany knew about the bombshell dropped in the first episode on Issa that Condola and Lawrence were actually a couple. So do you think Tiffany was wrong for not saying anything? Or do you think she was just like, you know, trying not to be messy? Or she just was like, I'm not going to be, I'm just not going to be involved in this. She should have said, uh, she should have said something, even if it wasn't like a big thing or like, she should have said something, especially knowing that they were like, start to work together. Cause that just, you could have like nipped it in the bud. Like, I think that she has her own stuff going on with like, you know, her pregnancy and like her really, she got other stuff going on. However, I still think that, I don't know, she could have said something because it could have just like, if Issa's really like your 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 homegirl like that, like your friend like that, then you wouldn't want her to find out this way or like be in this sort of situation. So I think it was kind of just like, why? Like, what is the reason? What is the reason for you not saying anything about this? I read like a, a good counter argument to this was that Tiffany didn't tell Lauren, I mean, tell Issa because she really didn't think Candola would ever take him seriously like it was just like a, when she said that part when she's like you mean the person you went on one date that one time and never talked to him again and they're like why are you talking to him again like he's a bum I didn't expect you to be with a bum like Candola like what are you doing um, I, I think that's the case too but still like <clears throat> that's supposed to be your your your, whole, your road dog like you're supposed to give me a heads up or something. Like, that's just like this basic common courtesy. Like, let me know. I ain't trying to walk into, I'm not watching, I'm not trying to walk into a bombshell or, uh, you know, anything like that. So, yeah, she shouldn't say something, but it's kind of, like, I, I kind of understand why she didn't because it's like, well, we're not together anymore. So, why should I? But, like I said, this is some, like, think it now seeing it within, you know, now seeing the, growth of their working relationship is like mm, we're trying mm-hmm. to make this work but it's still awkward but I see the vision that you're <clears throat> I see the vision where you're headed and I want to be part of that vision too so we just want to make this work or it could have been one of those things like if Kendola 
and Issa found out they may have not even worked together. So maybe Tiffany was like protecting Issa and her endeavors of trying to be successful on her own, like, and not just ending it because Lawrence is dating this person. Now you might, you know, have like some unforeseen shade that you didn't have before all because this woman but now we see what's happening because i feel like just saying that like at least just saying it started off because now we see what's happening we'll talk about that like a little bit later but now we see the progression so i feel like saying something even if it's just like just a heads up like you know seeing something could have i think it could have made the situation you know play out a little bit differently why didn't she tell condola at least I don't know. I think that, but it's hard to tell because we only see like through a lens of very specific friendships on this. We don't see who's super close with who, like on the, the outside and stuff. So it's like, who did she have more of, you know, an allegiance to, or like an obligation to, to like, let them know about, you know, that. Do you think that Issa is playing it smart by not being upset about it? Like, is she playing it too cool? Or is it really not even a big deal? I think that, I don't know how cool I would be in a situation like that. Um, Only because at least too, and as we see, as we see the progression, at least to too much at least to too much like little things like that are like below the surface. Um, but I also understand cause like Issa, her work with Kadol is getting her to where she needs, where she wants to be. So it's like there's, she's seeing, you know, like the benefit, like a cost benefit analysis. Like, do I want to ruin this like good working, pro- working relationship that's like putting me into a place that I really want to be in? Am I, um, Am I like going to jeopardize that just because of some, some guy who I was with before that I'm not with now. So I know I would be a little bit, you know, uncomfortable if it was me, but at the same time, because of like where East is going and how she's trying to like, you know, come up in her, um, in her like career you know journey. I think that it's smart of her to, um, still keep this working relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I agree as well. Like I said, it just goes back to we see what we like. Issa's vision is really is starting to come to fruition now, and she's like, "I'm not gonna jeopardize this. Why, why would I jeopardize this? I mean, I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm gonna milk this for for what it is, so I can get what I get what I can get, um, and reach the reach and reach my vision. So, um, yeah, I I agree with what both of y'all said. All right, and one last thing for this episode. Do y'all think Molly needs to mind her damn business with Issa and Andrew? Like, she's been kind of prying this episode. Uh, see, here is kettle, meat, meat pot. <laughs> kettle, meat pot. Like, I, I mean, Molly had the nerve to call, want to call Issa messy when over four seasons it's been Molly that has been the like messy that girl shit was of all. Crazy messy. So she <laughs> just... Yeah, girl was epitome of messy. <laughs> So she has no leg to stand on when it comes when it comes to being messy because your whole existence on the, over the four seasons of this show, so well the three plus seasons of this show, has been nothing but mess. 
So like even not even not not even just her relationship, like like even her parents, like they came. It worked. Don't forget her job. Messy yep. at work too. Her job, yes, the messy messiness at work. So like her character is the epitome of messy. So how dare you go and try to and try to bring try to bring Issa down when you've been messy the whole time this show has been in existence? So shut up and sit down. All right, let's move on to episode two. So episode two, Issa and Condola had to hash it out, whatever it was, the awkwardness. And they seem like they're moving forward in a pretty positive direction. Um, Molly and Issa started to get more distant this episode after her words um, at the block party the last episode about her being messy. They kind of, you know, just fall off with each other in a way, but not too much. They're just not as close. Lawrence becomes weird at the fact that Condola and Issa are both talking about him, even though they're really not talking about him. That was just his ego. But um, he asks, he confronts Issa and asks her to stop talking to Condola, like about him. And she's like, fine, whatever. And let, let him know that I never told Condola that you're a broke nigga. I never told her that she was a bum on my couch. And he's like, okay, good looks. Because, you know, yeah, you could have. And then um, you can see Condola starting to be a little bit weird about it, about Issa and um, Lawrence, but she's trying to move past it too. However, Molly feels like Condola is like impeding on Issa and her friendship. So I think it's a little bit interesting seeing how Molly gets super defensive on Condola and Issa. And I feel like that created more distance even between them. So do you think Issa is wrong for trying to move past the Lawrence and Condola thing in a positive way? Like accepting Condola as a friend and just like, you know, whatever. I definitely don't think she's wrong. Uh, you go. Um, I, yeah, I definitely okay. don't think she's wrong. I think she's trying to do the mature thing, but I think that she just needs to kind of like make sure that she's not, make sure that she's genuine in this. And it's not like trying to just like, you know, trying to like over be okay about it because she's kind of not, you know? So I think she's doing the mature thing, but it's just interesting to know if it's like genuine or if it's just like, okay, no, I have to, do this because why would I not be okay with this? So. Um, I yeah, I think that like I, I think Condola is trying to <clears throat> trying to get over it all of the fact that okay, I, I'm like I have this now part business partner, but she dated my she now you know she used to date my man um so like a part of it was just like i think a part of it is again going back to yeah this shit is weird yeah it's awkward but i like the vision yeah i i see where she's trying to go and i'm trying to be part of it whether it's for selfish reasons or like career stuff up who knows who knows at this point but i think that she sees she sees real success this, she, you know, she sees a block body being a really successful thing and having her name attached to it would be like 
the next step in her career, you know, or the, you know, the next step, like I'm really like, I've made it now. So, um, I, I think a lot of it is that too. And I think a lot of it is just working towards, all right. Yeah. It's acknowledged what they had, what Issa and Lawrence had in the past, but yeah, we moving on with this because there's, there's lots of dollar signs in every, which in every way, if this thing hits the way we want it to hit. Okay, so do you guys think, like, if, like, do you think Issa should have told Condola the whole truth about Lawrence? <laughs> or you think she was good for not airing him out? I, I mean, I think she was good for not airing it out because eventually, like, why would she need to, why would she... Why I don't want to be the one that sabotages it. I, I wouldn't be want to be the one that sabotages the relationship because eventually Lawrence's fuckboyness is going to come out, and she will be able to see our own eyes. Man, now that make that might make Condola a little uh, like resentment because he's like, well, you 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 knew him, you dated you dated him for five years, and you could at least gave me a, a heads up uh, that this this nigga ain't shit. <laughs> but I think that for, I think in Issa's mind, she's probably thinking, "All right, you gonna see it for yourself eventually. It'll eventually, it'll, it'll, it'll eventually come to the light." I don't need it. I don't need to tell you anything bad because you're going to be I able to see it for yourself. I also think she just wants yourself. to cap like how much she gets involved because I don't think she's trying to be messy. Like, and I think once you start saying that, like, mm, well, you know, girl, he slept on the couch. Like, he was just sitting on the couch for five years, and like, he ain't never paid for lunch. Like, you know. So I think that it's mm-hmm. it, it, it would start turning into something else that it's not. And like, she's not trying to create a bond over like the disdain or just like for for him or anything. I think she's just trying to keep it. Like, I don't, yeah, so it, I just don't think she's trying to be messy with it. And that would switch over to being messy. Yeah, I was actually pretty glad that she didn't bring up the negative because it would just make her look bitter. And I didn't want her to come off as bitter, even though I think the whole playing it cool thing is going to backfire eventually. I personally, yeah, I just really feel like it's going to backfire. <laughs> but um do you think Molly is being too overprotective of her and Condola's relationship? Or does she just want to dominate Issa? I don't so necessarily no feel friends? like it's dominating her so that she has no friends. I think that she's just like outsider and she I feel like Molly does have a little bit of like I feel like she knows that this could go kind of wrong because I feel like she knows that it could go kind of wrong, but I don't, I don't like how she is, you know, trying to like, what is her goal? What is her angle for trying to get used to not work with Condola anymore, knowing how good her working with Condola is going? That's what it feels like. I feels like, like, yeah, there could be some, like, maybe she does have like some idea that it could be a little like, you know, weird or like awkward or messy. But I think that the, the benefits of this right now, it feels like it's outweighing like the potential possible negatives of it. So I don't think that Molly is like, I don't like how Molly's going about it, but I don't think that she's has like 100% bad intent. Honestly, I think, I think that, that Molly's just jealous that 
that Issa finally found someone that shares that shares her vision of what she's trying to do. Because I think, you know, of course, Molly is Molly is supportive of everything, but unlike Condola, unlike Condola, who can actually see the actually see what Asa is trying to do <clears throat> and point her in the directions that will make it successful and, and put things in her put things in her you know in her mind that will make it make make this ultimately a success. I think Molly was just like, oh well, I know the vision for this long and she didn't come to me. So and, and she finally found and, oh yeah, Issa finally found someone that could like see where she's trying to go and is actually like starting to come to, to fruition. And I think she's just jealous. Like girl, sit down. Yeah, I think there definitely <laughs> is some, just some jealousy there, but I don't know if she's trying to like, I don't know if it's a serious sabotage, but I think she is like jealous of the, of the friendship or, or like the commonalities that they're having. Cause they, they, she also is feeling that they're not in the same space right now anymore. Like they're, they don't, they're not in the same space. So it's just like, dang, I know we're growing apart, but that don't mean she got to replace me. <laughs> but they also like, and I think, <clears throat> I think a lot of that, I, like that commonality came out in episode three. And we're not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fast forward to it, but I think once we start talking about episode three and really starting to learn about Condola as a person, like outside of, I think that's where that commonality comes. I think that's where that commonality with with Issa really comes into play. That's just my thought. Well, without further ado, but but, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, we have to talk about her and Andrew and the sister. What do y'all think this is is about? Like, is his sister like on drugs or... Like, is he making it up? Like, I don't understand. I didn't think too much about that because I feel like that's like, I'm like, are they just trying to give him some backstory? Like, because, because, you know, I think they kind of like touched upon like, you know, men and like struggles with mental health last season. So I'm like, are they like building upon that? Are they trying to give some backstory? Like, what is like, yeah, what is that? I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I don't know what to. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to take to, to take about take from that either. I think it's more. I think it's more so of a, of a backstory plot uh, twist. Oh, so not even really real on the plot. Hmm. Okay. Wait, hold on. I do have. I do have a now. Okay. I do have so slight alternate theory, okay. like mm-hmm. slight alternate cynical theory about that because it's just oh. like, are they trying to build up? Because partially, I was thinking, like, are they trying to, like, build up excuses for when, like, if he does inevitably, not inevitably, or if he does eventually show that he's, like, has some, like, fuckboy tendencies or fuckboyisms, is that going to be something that, like, oh, was that true? Like, are you texting your sister? Is that, like, somebody else? I don't know. Oh, I hope not. No, no more fuck boys. We have right, but I think that in Molly or or Molly might think that something is happening so that she can rationalize what she was already thinking in her mind. Because I think she she really wants to be you know correct. So I think if something does have, it's gonna be like her. Like, see, I knew it. I knew it all along. I knew I shouldn't have did this. I knew I shouldn't have did that. 
and then start like regressing to like just start like regressing in her feelings and thoughts on like relationships and stuff i don't know that's like random alternate theory i don't i think it's more so just backstory but i know that they've been doing these little like in the beginning clip things that are from like different times in the series in the um season rather so i know there was one where they were like outside and i think it was this episode yes episode two where they were like outside of like a restaurant or something he was like is this what you're referring to when he had like a call or something this was uh, no that was that was season one that was episode when they were in the car episode one oh well yeah that was episode one either way wait no it wasn't episode one because in episode one the pre the pre thing was Issa on the phone no no when Issa was on that was the phone racer you know Yes, so they did an episode two. They did one where it was like a timeline thing, where it was like where it was Molly and Andrew outside of a restaurant or something, like really quick. It was just in the beginning thing before they had the title card or anything. It was just like, oh, um, like oh, who's that? He like goes and takes a phone call. She goes and she's on her phone on the side, and then he's like, oh yeah, that was just something, something, something. And it's just like, what was the reason for them showing that little tidbit? So moving forward, pay attention. Oh uh, yeah, yes, you, yes. You're you're absolutely no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right because that led in that led into mm-hmm. to him to Andrew coming over for dinner and then oh you know um I'm going to see yep, the, I'm going to yep. the summer walk a show <clears throat> yeah so well, yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah yeah going to the concert right yeah. or some shit. Let me find out. Asian Bay is a fuckboy. I hope not, though. I'm just tired of the fuckboy narrative. I want at least one of the guys to be good. I mean, the only guy that was good was the dick second guy. I did like Jerry. I did like Jerry. He was a nice guy. I mean, what's one dick, I guess? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. He was the nicest guy Molly has come in contact with. There was also the other guy, but she fucked it since. up. Uh, what season? Was it Jadim? Was it no? Was it Jadim? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was it? I don't know, but she fucked it up. Like OD fucked it up, and I was just like, "Girl, yikes!" I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> there's been a lot of Molly Mollying. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, Molly's been Mollying a lot, and like when she came for her in the uh, grocery store, like. Oh, wait, I feel we, like that clap back was too strong. So now are we going on to? Talking about, she was like, you fucking for, um, what did she say? Hennessy okay, so we're there. We're on episode three. We're on episode three now? No. Yes, we are on episode three right now. Yeah, but that was that was the comeback from the end of episode two when Issa completely shredded Polly. Like, do you, do, do you want to so be happy? So it was two different situations. There's two different situations. So yeah, there was, there was that one where she's like, you know, do we, do you even like want to be happy? But that is separate from, so that's where they started like kind of like the digs at each other that, or where I guess he started digging back. But then in episode three, when mm-hmm. they're in the grocery store getting the avocados and stuff, she was like, um, she was said yes. something like, oh, Molly suggested, Molly suggested if she was trying to bring Andrew up. to Thanksgiving dinner. And Issa said, I mean, you don't want to pull a old Molly and, um, a old Molly and scare him away. And then, and then was that what mm-hmm. Issa said the comment about, I mean, when, um, yeah. 
Molly said she was like, well, she said, well, that's she said, what's that supposed to mean? She said, I know I'm not saying nothing wrong, but you don't want to scare him away. She's like, well, at least I'm not no, free week toiletries, not even his toiletries and and free week. Yes, no, I'm not toiletries <laughs> that he confiscated at TSA. <laughs> I feel like Molly just sometimes she shows her elitist side. She just like oh for sure, girl, you're a peasant <laughs> sure. type shit. So I just think mm-hmm. she, and then the whole thing about her dad. Okay, first of all, Molly and her dad. That issue is kind of like annoying to me because I'm like, girl. I mean, I know you can be hurt for a couple, like a, a minute. But if your own mom, who it happened to, is still loving this man, I feel Especially- like you just need to get over it. Yeah, like that that is that that is, that is definitely true. Like your mom, like it happens to your mom. When your mom, like they didn't divorce, they didn't like I think they separated, but they got back together, and like the relationship was thriving. And like, get and over it was it. a long time ago. And, and it was also it's not like it was like really because re- I could see <laughs> it being her holding on to it for a little bit longer if it's something that happened like when she was like very aware of it, and she was like like let's say her mother had to like came over and was like staying at her place because she didn't want to be like if it was stuff like that I would um I don't know I would be like okay maybe she has the right to like hold on to her a little, a little bit longer but I'm, with this I'm just like um girl get over it yeah I think it was, like, was that yeah. long ago like, it's like Molly they still had you they still had your younger brother like they are in love you just need to let that go and I understand you thought your dad was so righteous and this goes back to tell like when this goes back to like when your parents when you find out your parents aren't perfect in a way and for some people I really think it like hurts them I had a friend who for the longest time didn't realize that her dad was creeping and she she would be like I'm like yo she's like yeah my sister's only three months older than me and I'm like, huh? Like, she's like, yeah, but that was a different time. I'm like, no. And then they're like t- putting it together. I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but I think your dad was like cheating with your mom. I think your mom was like a side joint. I mean, I didn't say it like that, but I'm like, yo, do you not see this? She's like, I really don't understand why my Ooh. sister doesn't like my family. Hello? I'm like, and I feel like, in a way, like, this is what Molly's going through. She's realizing that her dad wasn't shit. And now it's kind of, like, hard for her to cope with her little perfect idea of her being perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the one with the fucked up family and the two families and things like that. Not me, Miss Molly, who has both of her parents in her life. And they could never, they had a happy marriage. It's like, hold on, Molly, your dad cheated on me, too. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, that I I definitely can see that. I definitely can see that. But like I said, this this happened way before it did. Way before Molly was even aware. Like I guess a rare relationship, whatever. Okay, people make mistakes. It obviously, it obviously, yeah, it hurt the relationship. It hurt her parents' relationship for a second, but they got over it, and their marriage survived, and they're still together. So get over it. <laughs> 
Right. Okay. Now let's move on to the friends given. So, as you know, Condola, Miss House Party, <laughs> apparently it's the party animal, and she well, it was she friends giving. She had a friends giving. And her friends. Wait, wait, before before that, before we even get into the Friendsgiving, she was not, Mm -hmm. he did not know, Lawrence did not know about the Friendsgiving. Like, that is important. He did not, he did not know about the Friendsgiving. He did not know. He's like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving after they they had sex? Well, no, they didn't have sex. Candela was waking up with that ugly alarm. She woke up and she's like, oh, yeah. He's trying to figure out what they're doing for Thanksgiving because he feels like they're close enough to spend the holidays together. But I don't think Condola thought that because she was like, oh, I mean, I'm having a Friendsgiving. You could come to that. And he's like, oh, yay. Okay, I'll dress to mm-hmm. plus. Like, he's super excited. But she wasn't. So anyways, then we find out later that she didn't even invite Lawrence. He invited okay. himself. Yeah, that and was nothing <laughs> yours with Condola. If she honestly felt like that, I don't even know why she should. she invited him. I so, have. This is what it felt like. If she felt so, I know she said one thing because she said, you know, I didn't want you to feel pressure, and I didn't want to feel pressure. Da, 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 da. But is that the case, or did you really just like not when I'm there? Like, did you really, but it's like, you kind of felt like obligated to, because y'all in the bed together and he's all like, yeah, so what are we doing? Like, I'm excited. What's, 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 what's going on? So then you were just like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll just uninvite the other guy. <laughs> and I Absolutely. feel like her friends were kind of judgy. I got that vibe. Did you guys get that too? They were so judgy. And Lawrence, not even, I mean, they're not even meeting Bum Lawrence. So I don't understand why they were super judgmental. Especially the software girl. She's like, I was like, damn, that's crazy. But, um, big changes. Are they doing like some Right. He's like, well, my job's safe. So I'm just thinking about like, I don't know what the age difference is because I know that she's, you know, been married and divorced and like, you know, you could be married. She could have been married and divorced at like, you know, whatever time. But I'm just like, is she like slightly older or something? Because I kind of got the vibe that she could be like slightly older. So I'm not sure if it was like on some like, oh, like here goes this. Yeah, so him being yeah, like 30 and also being like a guy, so we kind of got to subtract some years. Like, is it just like... She seems more like in, like, she seems like really stable in, like, her career, really doing, like, things like that. Right. Did you see her house? Yeah. Y'all saw Kendall's house? I don't know if that was the marriage house, but it was super nice. <laughs> Probably was a marriage house that she got in the, in the divorce. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, I, yeah, I, at that whole, like, I don't think she wanted him, I don't think she wanted him there, but I think it was, okay, well, you're here, you're just bringing this up, and you're talking about it. I'm not in a really arguing mood. Like, I just got out of, it looks like she just got out of a relationship like that. So it's like, all right, yeah, you can, I mean, you can come if you want. Um, 
you know, like that. I mean, I kind of, I on that level, I can definitely, um, I can definitely relate <laughs> because, I mean, you know, me being me being recently divorced and everything, so that could come up. Um, but yeah. Christian, you're on mute. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just um, I feel I feel like oh, we have a uh, listener question. Would you rather be stuck in a house during COVID nineteen, either roommate or dating for either Issa or Molly? So would you guys um, I, rather be stuck in quarantine with Molly or Issa? I would probably be stuck with Issa because I I'm the type of person that likes that likes spontaneity. Um, so I just you know, I could just see that Issa would just be thinking of random shit to do, and like it wouldn't be a dull moment. Like Molly would be like, "Oh, well, we have to do this, and we have to stick to this schedule and do this this time." I think with Issa, it will be, all right, I'm bored, you bored, let's do this. Cool. That's what's up. See, I don't know. I kind of mind it. Um, I kind of want to be there with Molly. We could just chill, get high. I would definitely... If I still... Smoke, I would definitely rock because I, I feel like I'm more similar to, her, to Issa, so I'm like, okay, I'm just... I feel like we would just be like, oh, okay. Chilling, watching um, Find a J. Kwan. I just she feel what? like Issa be whining. More than Molly? She be whining, like... Whining, <laughs> Molly be whining too. Damn, can I take Kelly ass? <laughs> oh man, Kelly, like if, if Kelly. I had to be something for Kelly, that would be Kelly would be fun. That, All right, so we're just we're, so we're fun. just ignoring that. that we should be like, now nah, we taking <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> we will give up both of them for but Kelly. <laughs> back to the um, the whole friendsgiving situation because I feel like a lot happened there. Um, even after, like after everybody left. Oh wait, no, nah, we didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about drunk Nikki. Yeah, we didn't even talk about drunk Nikki. Yes, her drunk friend. So that, that told that? us a lot about that. Seems, or at least told Lawrence a lot, or how Lawrence perceived it about what Condola actually thought about the relation, like their this, their relationship, because you know those are her good friends and drug Nikki being like, mm-hmm. oh, we're so glad that she has something, you know, after the divorce, she just has something fun that's like no big deal, that's like barely a thing. Like, <laughs> and Lawrence is just like, but huh? I thought we was thought we was doing a thing. Also, okay, so I guess we'll talk about this when we talk about their kitchen scene, like stuff. But um, yeah, so I thought that that was. Um, like that was interesting because um yeah you could just see like Lawrence was kind of like in his head because then also he found out that like she never wanted to get get married again or something or like never wanted to be didn't really want to be in a relationship again mm-hmm. so then Lawrence is in there so like what's going on that paired with the fact that you didn't want to invite me here in the first place am I just am I just dick like <laughs> Rebound, like, 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 like,
But then my thing is, if Kendola really doesn't give a fuck about Lawrence, why is she exactly. taking this Issa shit so seriously? And then that got me thinking, what if Kendola is crazy? <laughs> like, what if it's her? What if she has the problem? Because they said her husband I left mean, her. They said, after that's true, session, but, left you know, her. so did homie and waiting to exhale, but he was the one cheating the whole time. <laughs> so like um oh, yeah, I true. think that oh shit, what was we just where was I? Hold on. I had a I had a thought. I had a traded thought. Um okay, yeah. So I think it's really interesting for her to take the whole Easter thing if she didn't really take him seriously, or after finding out about the Easter thing, it, then she was like, Okay, I'm not really gonna take him seriously. Like, did she have an initial thought maybe to take him kind of seriously? But then it's like, you know what? There's that X there, so maybe I'ma just like keep him around for dick. And just, you know, take things, keep things light. And the nerve of Lawrence to say last season that she was coming with a lot of baggage. Like, the nerve of him, Kendola. Remember that episode when he Holy. told his father, like, yeah, she's been divorced. She got a lot of baggage. Um, bro, you are baggage. Damn. <laughs> they all got baggage. So I finally think it might be a mixture of he's just getting fed up with condolence shit and he's like, well, maybe Issa wasn't that bad. I mean, all she did was cheat that one time. And and and, and it goes to the end, like to the end when when Lawrence was on Snapchat oh, looking at everyone's snaps and he just kept passing and passing and passing. And when we got to Issa, oh, I'm gonna reply. I'm gonna reply with I'm gonna reply with this with an emoji. And, and that was nothing Snapchat to reply at. That was nothing to reply at. You could have just like, was oh, like, uh-huh, and kept moving. It was nothing to reply at. So yeah. he put that old thing back. I just hope Issa doesn't fall victim when I know she is. Because I want her to block party. I want about. her to have this block party and I want it to be successful. <laughs> I think too. I think the block party is going to be great. But yeah, I think, I think it's going to turn out great. They're going to catch Issa and Lawrence. Like, fucking I don't everybody. know. What if it happens? What if she they find some stuff out before the block party? That's what I'm concerned about. Because like, we got 10 episodes. I don't know if Nathan's gonna be in this season. Nathan? I know that they they do that thing where they play they they like play games and like how like Lawrence wasn't in like was it less until like halfway through or something. Maybe a second half. So I'm just like, but part of me is just like, was he just like a temporary character? Because I don't know if I see him as like a character that sticks around that like a long standing character. Like I don't know if Daniel's coming back this season. I don't know if Nathan's coming back this season. Dan was fine. He got other work though. He's working. So shout out to what his name? Elon. Elon. I don't, I don't, yeah, him. Shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to him. He's working on other projects. He is. And okay. So do you think it was wrong? Well, this is the part that I always confuses me. So you guys know at the end of the episode. Lawrence was like to her, "Yeah, mm-hmm. your friend said I was just a fuckboy." She didn't say that was his. That was his insecurity about the shit because she didn't say that. Like she said, "I'm gonna say I don't remember her ever saying that." And then she's like, "Oh my gosh, she said that." And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Why you straight up lying, Lawrence? She never said that." Like, yeah, she never. She never said that. She literally said, "You're just good for her. Like she needed you." 
Yeah, I, I, I think like the whole the whole thing was yeah the whole thing like I, from what I from what I saw and what I took from it is like she's like okay yeah you you, you were the one that she you were the one that she needed you're the one that she needs um, like complimentary not like oh she just, you just here you, you just here to give her dick and that's it. Mm-hmm, exactly. But shit, he need to turn. He might need to turn into some dick because he's acting wild. Okay, here's another thing. Um, so we talked about the friends giving. Do you think Issa was wrong for like wanting to spend it with Only her brother? Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, like she just wanted to spend it with her family, and if she would have left her brother, he would have really- literally been by himself. So I felt like Molly was just upset. Like, bitch is pie. I really appreciated that um, that they had those scenes with her and her brother because it, you know, just showed more. Like, it showed you more about like their relationship. Um, you know, as siblings and everything, and I really like. I really enjoyed that, and I'm glad that she chose to spend that time with her her brother instead of going to Molly's because it's just like. That's her brother. That's family. And it's Thanksgiving. And I think that Molly shouldn't have felt away because it's it's a family holiday. Like, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Like, you sh- she should have been more understanding of that instead of being like, mm, do you, girl? Da-da-da. It's like, because I'm spending time with my family on Thanksgiving? Really? Like, like, but that's, a, that's the thing. I feel like Molly's just not thinking right. the center of Issa's world anymore. And she's like really having a hard time accepting that. She's like, usually you would be so happy mm-hmm. to be around my family. You know, my family that's stable, you and your brother, you know, never know. Like your family's doing that weird thing. They have the two separate houses or whatever. But you got my perfect family. You could come spend time with me. And you chose to go to a Mexican restaurant. So I feel like right. Molly's just mad. Right. That resentful, but I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm glad that she spent time with her brother too because it was just like a breath of fresh air. It was. So, then, yeah, so you have more people than Molly. I don't think you it was a I, great support system. You got Quindola. You got your brother Kelly. <laughs> I don't know about Tiffany, but that bitch shouldn't be there. I, I, guess. I don't know about Tiffany. I'm kind of waiting for them to phase her out. I don't see what, why, what, why it would have been a problem. Yeah, I, I really don't like Amanda Seals either. So I kind of just would like her dog. But I'm, I'm just holding personal hate. The crazy thing is, I really liked Amanda Seals too until she was on that I'm not really black, but I want to stand for black people type shit. I can't get down with that. But, um, Q, what do you think about Molly? I mean, Issa spending time with her brother instead of Molly. I think it was a, I think it was a great idea. Like, why wouldn't you? It's Thanksgiving, right? It's Thanksgiving. It's supposed to be the time where you come together with your family. And <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, they end up having to have a, non- a non-traditional Thanksgiving. I like went to a Mexican rest- restaurant after... Um, they got to the house and I think there was it their dad yes, mm-hmm. who family the stepdad <laughs> oh, stepdad or whatever that so like why not like y'all already together 
it's Thanksgiving. It's the time we're supposed to be with your family. And I know that and I know that Issa and Molly regard themselves as family, but Thanksgiving is supposed to be the point in time where you spend time with your actual family. So I don't see why that why anyone would think that would have been an issue. Now, did we know that Tasha Mack was Issa's mother? Or was that just now revealed to us? I don't think I knew that. But it doesn't seem super foreign to me at the same time. But I don't know if I saw them in a different show or something together. Maybe like my, my best friend, she claims that Tasha Mack was on the episode. But I'm like, yo, I don't remember this at It's all. like, I kind of, it doesn't sound all the way foreign to me, but I don't remember it either. So I'm just like, I'm not sure. Did they just like bring her in there? Like, all right, what up? <clears throat> and okay, so Lawrence replying back to the snap. What are y'all predicting? We already saw in the preview that they're going to be walking somewhere together in a courtyard or something. We saw that. So, I don't know, man. She about to get out. But, but, Maybe they're walking no, because Because you saw, okay. Because I'll be watching, I'll be waiting for them previews. I, I'll be like, all right, let me see what happened, what's about to happen in the next episode. Because they were walking and I remember Molly looking out the window like shaking her head. It's not about to be good. Like, it's about to be not good. Like, yeah, it's about to get really. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's definitely about to get really messy. I watch it on HBO now, so I didn't see the, I didn't see the teaser for next week. But yeah, it's gonna get messy. I have, Molly's I have gonna snitch. Why yeah, Molly is I going think to not. I think Molly is trash, but Molly ain't that trash, yo. I don't think Molly that trash. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be on purpose. How would, how would they be in contact though? They're not even cool. She don't even like her. That would be out of the way to be messy. And I don't think Molly's that messy. I don't... She might yell out something like, yeah, uh, I can't believe you fuck Lawrence. She's like, well, you fucking drunk. She might be me. like, you fucking a manly man. All on the anti-Molly train, but I do not think, I do not think that she would be that pointed, like that intentionally messy. But you also gotta remember, I think Molly is very bitchy, yo. Like, if she feels like she's slighted in the least bit, yo, she's going I don't think you do that to Issa, yo. I, I think she would. I was a better friend than you, type shit. I think she would. She just, and she feels like she has to not only ruin her relationship with Lawrence, because that's what's gonna do, but it's also gonna ruin the relationship with Condola. And Issa's gonna look terrible. And whoever she was talking on the phone, she's like, yo, I don't fuck with Molly no more. I think more. Molly would be more likely to friend. say something to Lawrence than Can- Can- Candola or something. And then maybe then Lawrence like re- admits it to Candola. But I don't see a clear path between Molly and Candola because she don't like, like, it would be too, I feel like it's too much of a reach because at the end of the day, they are still friends. And for her to do that would just be so extra that I couldn't come back. I couldn't come back to Molly after that. Well, what? She knows Condola's ex husband, Molly, some way. Well, hey, what about the The little short, evil guy. They're going to fucking, that's why. him up. You know what I'm talking about? going to be them fucking, or that used to be Condola's ex husband type shit? I don't know. 
don't know. They would have to play. That would be an interesting plot twist. I gotta look back. I gotta look back at the episodes to see if there was some sort of seed to make that seem like that could be a thing. Like, I don't know. Because, like, they have, like, it It has to be something. Like, if I go back and see anything related to him being divorced or something, then I'd be like, okay, maybe I can see that. I could kind of see, I could draw that line. But I don't know. I think that Molly and, and, um, I think they're going to end up being something because, like, they already, like, buried the hatchet. I think it's going to be a buildup of sexual tension, next thing you know. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. And maybe she, Issa, tells Asian Bay on accident, gets Molly caught up for cheating. And then she goes back. What? Yo, I would be extremely surprised if that, because Yo. it's like, I, that would be too much. And I don't think that they're conniving towards each other like that, like, to that level. I hope not. I hope not, yo. I want to have They do, but I feel like it's always, it's stuff that's like super relatable and like super. They didn't address that. But they did also, they didn't address it, but they added a, what you call it? What you call it? They added like a little bit of a something, a little bit of something in the beginning of that episode where like they were mentioning, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's not even the daddy, right? But I don't know what they were talking about. So. Nobody, I remember that. I think it's all flowing together, man. We're into. We're I think so because I think we now reached the point because I know a lot of people were saying that the first two episodes were just like build up. Because like I enjoyed the first two episodes, but they did like leave us like, okay, what? I think that episode three was the first episode. I'm like, I got what I needed out of this episode. Like I got what I needed. Um, so I think that now it's just going to go, but this is also the episode that Issa Rae said was her favorite episode um, on Twitter. So. Yeah, she did. She did say that she said, yeah. And um, she said that, but she, she teased that in, in, um, doing doing episode two on Twitter, doing a live tweet. She was like, um, y'all really episode three is my favorite. Y'all gonna love it. I'm interested to see where they go from there. So, we shall see. We'll be back after this week's episode. But I want you guys to tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Um, you can find me on Twitter at QZ1906. Definitely join when I live tweet the show on Sunday if I'm not live on Instagram, which some person in the background has me back on, which I don't like. <laughs> but um, if you want to, jo- if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm never on there. I don't post nothing more. It's your child seeks your nine six. You can find me on. All right, so all right, boom. So you can find me on Instagram at o iris. That's o h i r i s. You can find me on Twitter, and I do tend to live tweet here and there um, the show, and then go on house party after and talk talk about it with my friends. But my um, my Twitter is i r y s s x underscore o l o g y, and yeah, you can find me there. I'm also now on TikTok. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, TikTok is booming. You guys gotta check out Iris's TikTok. It has gone viral. It's one of my favorites right now. Like it's my favorite don't rush challenge online right now. So I encourage you guys, please go look at it. Oh like, don't I rush. So don't rush um my school. We're doing we're doing one. I'm like, oh God, I got to actually put clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like I told my principal, you're making me put black, you're making me put clothes on. I have not worn a regular outfit in almost two months. It's been pajama pants just about every day. <laughs> oh, for those who don't know, the go- don't rush challenge is that um, TikTok sensation where people put the makeup brush or whatever the fuck they have, touch the camera, and then they come back and they look brand new. So Iris <laughs> did one that was geared towards. Makeup. There's no way. There's no way I'm gonna look brand new. I don't have clippers, so I can't touch up my beard. Um, but anyway, 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 yeah, I had. Yes, you can find me on social media at um, Chris Cash DC. That's on Instagram and on at Twitter. I tweet live sometimes too, but a lot of times I'm really caught up in it because I'm starting to write reviews on these shows. So. Check me out on my blog. It's the links in the bio of my Instagram. But yeah, so uh, check out your girl. Make sure you follow all three of us. And we'll be back next week for our Insecure uh, Recap.